Ever ready? Always ready. It's going to be a long conversation, isn't it, my friend? It's going to be freaking awesome, yeah. Okay, here we go. Are you waiting on me? No. Did, you, did you hit um, start? Yeah. And it, it didn't do a countdown? Okay, cool. Really? Nice. All right, this is awesome. This is where we work out all the kinks. So. What's going on, producer? You need, to, you need to have all this stuff ready. Making people wait a little bit longer, it really it makes them like, you know, they go, no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay, one, two, podcast. I am looking for the Wi Fi. Oh, we got, I mean, we got good Wi Fi. Wi-Fi. We got good Wi-Fi. Let me just look at this thing real quick. Yes. Oh my gosh, man. Are you kidding me, dude? All right. All right. All right. Very good. Ready? Are we live? Yes. All right. Well, welcome to the first episode of Morning Fuel. Your story is not for you. I just want to thank you for being here. I am like, a, I feel like a kid on Christmas Day, um, especially uh, with our first guest, uh, the founder of Overcome HQ. A nonprofit for personal development the, that serves the community, which is, is near and dear to my heart. I'm so thankful for that. He's a full-time military man, married with five kids. On October 10th, 2016, he found his faith and his life was changed radically. He's been known to say to succeed in his field, in this field, one must be true to self and really know oneself. No matter what comes in your path, you are stronger than you think. He said once, I may fail once only, and then I will get, get up and be back for more. Founder of Overcome HQ, Eric Scott. What's going on, brother? Good to doing, see you, man. Doing I'm fantastic. Extremely excited about this. Cool, man. And shaking and nervous. <laughs> like Woo! Always. Yeah, man. It's I. It's but the closet, right? It's, it's the pod closet. <laughs> pod closet. I love it. Yeah. You know, um, I come yeah. in. I took my flip flops off and I'm barefoot. That's what now. I'm talking about. It. That's what I'm talking about, man. And we're live. Fantastic. Right? We got video going. Yeah. We got audio going. Yeah. We got coffee going. Freaking great coffee by Impact Junkie. Yeah. I a little product sticker. placement. Look at look look. Ooh, I got two. <laughs> had to put a sticker on yeah. today. I got I to gotta go live with my people too, so Impact Coffee, I had to put a sticker yeah, on today. Yeah, man. All right. Um, but yeah, man. So good to have you here, man. I'm excited. You know, we've been talking about this for at least a year. It's probably been longer than that. Time flies when you get old. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> um, I remember we had the conversation about the cohort. Two years ago. Like two years ago. Yeah. About... Not even a half mile down the road. It's just, yeah, just the other side, other side of Harwood Mills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember so. that conversation that we had. Yeah, so dude. It was, uh, it's, it's a dream coming true. This is, this is really official. Is. You know, this yeah. is official. This is, I mean, we got 
foam on the Come walls. on, man. Look at that. <laughs> Curtains. What's behind the curtain? More soundproofing. <laughs> More soundproofing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so good stuff. This is good. So I'm excited. I'm Dude. excited to kind of see what... Uh, what happens and what goes where? Man, you look good as always. Been, Thank you. Man. You know, I know you run a lot. I try. Um, yeah, when yeah, you try, right? Yeah, <laughs> I see your lunchtime posts. Just ran eleven miles, and it's like ninety-five degrees outside, yeah. and you got a smile on your face. Yeah, yeah you're a beast. Uh, but anyways, man, look, um, overcome HQ. Yep. You've been talking to me about about this and others about this for a while, and I know you're doing it. Yeah. Uh, so so tell us a little bit about your heart uh, when it comes to overcome HQ. Oh, man. Um, well, Overcome HQ started with an idea. Um, it was an idea because I was a broken person. Mm. So I decided that if I'm broken and I need to fix myself, why not kind of reach out and help others fix themselves too? Sure. And during that time, it was just uh, it was just the idea, right? So January of 2018, um, I went through a rough time in my career, and my marriage was rebuilding. Okay. So <clears throat> I just said, hey, listen, let me um, – let me just see what I can do to help others while I'm recovering, mm-hmm. right? So I, I just, I turned that idea into a process and I turned that idea into a, a thing. Um, so Overcome HQ essentially is a, it's a personal development organization uh, right now where it's a sole proprietorship, right? It's, it's just myself. Um, and eventually I want it to become a nonprofit that will be impacting the local community. But the foundation of it is a foundation of faith with a stoic philosophy. And what we do is we coach and we assist people with life, leadership, career, and financial issues, concerns, um, areas that they want to improve, uh, and just really hone in on self, right? So we do that. Our personal mission is to lead, inspire, and and drive people to become a better self. And through that mission, um, my ultimate goal and my ultimate hope right is that people can find themselves who they truly are and really just just become their their best individual self so when they guide through life um, something I'd like to sorry to cut you off but something I'd really like to um to hear you talk more about and I love to hear you talk about it uh, because I believe you and I are kindred spirits in this area um and I find that sometimes I I run into folks that that can articulate what I've experienced yeah. and then you say it and, and then you know you go okay wow that's it uh, talk to us a little bit more about um about a stoic philosophy as you okay. see that uh, and then we'll get into a little bit more about your experience on, yeah. and how your life was radically changed absolutely. in october absolutely so a stoic philosophy is essentially um the process of we only control two things in our lives right our personal actions and our personal emotions hmm. everything outside has an outside influence uh, i i can't I can't control what someone does to me. I control how I react and what my actions are through that. Uh, so, you know, the example I like to use is if, you know, John Bundy, right, right. <laughs> walks up to me and hits me in the face, uh, what do I do in reaction? Do I hit you back? Do I come back at you with love or grace? Or, or do I come back at you with resentment and, and hatred? And so if, if I'm coming back at you any other way other than, with true love and grace, um, I'm then reacting underneath what you essentially wanted for me, mm-hmm. right? I'm reacting mm-hmm. to you and what you wanted for me. So okay. a stoic philosophy is essentially we control our actions, our emotions. We don't control anything else mm-hmm. from an outside influence. Um, that, that's that's why I take away from it, and that's kind of the way that I think about it. Sure, sure. So, I mean, we definitely are, are, yeah. are two, and, you know, uh, agreeing on the same thing when it yeah, comes to the things absolutely. we can control, and and it's something again I knew for the longest time but couldn't articulate it. I heard it, uh, you know, a year or two ago, and I said, yes, that's exactly right because I was trying to control things at the time that I couldn't, and I was freaking out about it, you know, going fun. into depression about it, anxiety, but trying to control all these things that I couldn't control. But then when I realized, well, I have control over what I do, mm-hmm. so I began working out. I began the meditation. I got deeper into prayer, yeah. working on my relationship with my God, and and also the the you know the emotional part of it, trying to rein that in. What do I have control over? Yeah, my actions, what I do, yep. and how I feel about what I do. Absolutely, you know. So yeah, yeah. man, that's fantastic. That, so, was, that was a conversation you and I had. Personally. Absolutely, I yep. I'll never forget yep, that. Yep. You know, very cool. 
was a that was a rough time. Very cool. Somewhere. Well, serendipitous, uh, you know, uh, meeting you, you and I. I mean, we're we're both from originally from Long Island, New York. Yes, we we lived up there around the same time, yeah. not far from one another, and here we are meeting in Gloucester, Gloucester Virginia, Virginia. And you go even <laughs> smaller than that. Ordinary Virginia is yes. the name of the town that that the church is in. Yep. So here we are in Ordinary Virginia, and That's we meet, we and and we're like we're like brothers from other mothers up in Long Island, New York. So yes. really, really cool, yes. man. So glad to have you here. So. Talk to us a little bit about maybe um, how folks can, um, or how what, what's the process for somebody getting involved with Overcome HQ and, and, and you know changing their lives? I mean, what do they have to realize first? Um, well, they got to realize their strengths, weaknesses. They have to realize who they are. Do you help them figure out those I, things? I Is it yeah. like, I'm stuck, but I don't know why, and then yes. they can talk with yes. with you? And Yeah, I mean, so, so for me, like I said before, I mean, a lot of what I was doing was, you know, Growing up, I had a rough life, right? Uh, growing up, I grew up in an alcoholic home. I became an alcoholic myself. Um, there was, there was, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll put it this way, right? The cops were, they knew us by They, right? they knew your so, address. <laughs> yeah, they knew our address. They knew my car. They knew right. who I was. Okay. Um, though I worked every single day, and, and I was, you know, I was a workaholic, right? Mm. Anything I did had holic at the end of it. Right. Workaholic, alcoholic. Um, right. And, and that's who I was for a long time. Um and then I realized, you know, I joined the military in 2004 uh, because I had nothing left in, you know, in New York. I, I, I literally had nothing. So left. what branch of the military? Navy. Navy. Yeah, okay. And you're still currently in the Navy. Still currently. And how many years have you served? 15 years, June 3rd. Dude, man, thank um, you. As a matter of fact, it's my birthday in the Navy today. No, it is years. not. Yes, it is. Are you yeah. kidding me, man? Still, yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, Tell you what. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you so much for serving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you... you you give your life away yeah. when, when you do that yep. and, and, you know, your, your family along with it, really. Absolutely. You know, um, so. and, and, it's kind of, and it's kind of funny, right, because people say thank you a lot. Uh, I didn't join the military because at the time I wanted to serve. I joined the military because I had nothing left. I had no mm. other options. I was going down another rough road. Right. Jail was a, I think many I, probably. <laughs> jail was an option for me, oh, right? wow, and that's gotcha. not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's kind of crazy because now I flip back on it and I go, okay, 15 years later, now I'm proud to serve. Now I'm right. proud of the things I've done. Now I'm proud right. to, to say I'm a military member. Um, now I'm proud, you know, and, and I wouldn't give up what I do. Today. Right, um, right. And that's really where, ironically enough, that's really where a lot of my personal development started. Sure. And, you know, for 15 years I've been serving in the military. Prior to that I owned a business, um, and that business was mobile detailing. So you, you detailed cars, yes, you washed yes. and detailed That's right. vehicles and, and stuff like and that. What out of a van or or I how had did a you? pickup truck? Okay, yeah, cool. it was mobile business. I would okay. go to people's houses. I would go to people's uh, businesses, and that's what I would do. Um, and I did that from the age of seventeen to twenty four. Okay. And also during that time, I had a whole bunch of other jobs as well. But right. Let's just kind of like loop crushing it. it. You're yeah. out there. You, yeah. you you know what it, needs to be done. It was a it was a hustle thing for me. Yeah. Um, back then they didn't call it hustling. Back then they call it working really hard. Right. Uh, and. And yeah. I did that because, I mean, I'll give you some more, a little bit more background, right? right. In, in 1997, I was kicked out of my house at 17 years old, and I was still in high school. Kicked out by? My mother. Your, mo- your mom. Yeah. Uh, my parents was divorced when I was super young. Okay. So I was kicked out of my house when I was 17. I basically graduated high school out of the back of my car. Okay. You know, I was living on the street. I was living in my car. I was going to the, you know, I would go to school early enough just so I can use the gymnasium bathroom to take a shower and go right. to school. Everything was packed up in a hockey bag. Now, were you into personal, were you into phys- fitness back then, too? Or, uh, or? Not, I mean, I, I, I played sports and stuff like that. Okay. I was not, and, and working out didn't really kick off until now, I was I'm gonna, like 18. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke a little bit yeah, here. please. Because uh, I believe we can. I know you're a transparent guy. Yeah. What was it that led to your mom kicking you out? Uh, I was, like I said, I wasn't a bad kid. Um, I was stealing things. I was... Uh, I wasn't listening to her discipline at the time. Okay. You know, and, and, and Living was, under her roof, she yeah, wanted was, you to follow ru- the I rules. I was a 17-year-old kid okay. that envied everybody else. Mm. And all I wanted to do was live what everybody else was living. Sure. Um, I was I was struggling with who I was and, and my friends. Uh, and, you know, a 17-year-old kid wants stuff, right? Sure, and sure, sure. I was making, I think, $96 a week, right. barely paying for my car. 
Uh, and th- and was the detailing business going on at this no, point? No, no. 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 What were you doing? I was still in high school at the time. Well, how were you, ma- you making your money then? I was working at a place called Genevieve's. <laughs> was it a grocery store or what? <laughs> it, was, it was like a uh, it was like a Walgreens or a Rite Aid. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a, okay, gotcha. You know, like the local drug store. Right. But, uh, no longer right. business. But. So you're in the cosmetics department, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind <laughs> the register selling yeah. cosmetics. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and that was it. And that was January of 1997. You know, I just turned 17 years old. Cool. And, All right. And then shortly thereafter, I graduated from high school. And gotcha. I said, either I go to, let me, you know, I couldn't pay for college. But I enrolled in college, a community college. Okay. Um, and as I enrolled in community college, I said, I need to do something else. It was June of 1990. Uh, yeah, it was June of 1998, right? Okay. When, when, when I graduated from high school and everything. And uh, I was still living in my car. And I'll never forget it. Like, um, go to graduation. And I had like $1,500 saved up. And I said, what am I going to do? I'm about to graduate from high school. I'm not going to go to college. But if I do go to college, even though I'm enrolled, what's it going to look like? I'm not going to be able to pay for it. So I took the $1,500. I sold my car. I bought a truck. And I bought all my equipment. Oh, that's when your business. business. No, what was it called? Mad Solutions Detailing. Mad Solutions. Auto Detailing Solutions. Okay. That's what it was. So that was Mad Solutions Detailing. And uh, I did that. And, you know, that was June of 1998. And it's kind of funny because June, July, August, I made like forty grand. Wow. Okay. As an eighteen-year-old. As an eighteen-year-old, wow, okay. I was making twelve, fifteen hundred dollars a week. Some sure. Seventeen hundred dollars a week. I was sure. also working some other side business. Did uh, did was it at this point was kind of like a light bulb going I was, off? I was like so I could, I could do. Money. Oh, okay. I got oh, it was you. bad, dude. I was right. chasing so much money at the time. Gotcha. And um, and next thing you know, like college started, and I was like, let me go to college. Okay. So so I, I try and I dropped out after three weeks. Oh, okay. You, did you realize like when you got there? All right. This is this is this is biting into my money making. Yeah, it was. That would go to school. I would go to yeah. class at you know nine o'clock in the morning. Like I could be detailing right. four cars between the making time more I money than the people that graduate it's, from here. Exactly. <laughs> right? right. So so that's right. kind of where I went and um, and after that I just it's funny I was making so much money as an eighteen year old. Sure. You know, and it was cash money. Right. And, and you know, an 18-year-old from Long Island, New York, that's detailing cars that... In the 90s. In the 90s, okay. right? Right, right, right. Um, not caring about what people thought, but now being able to do whatever I wanted. Sure. Oh, you know, sure. Because I had yeah. the money No for one it. could tell you what no to do. No one could tell me what to do. Right. I was living on my own. And then finally, you know, after all of that, I just kind of said... Now, well, were you okay. still living in your vehicle at the time? Did you have an apartment? What were you no, doing no, at this point? No, I was living point? in my car, but... You're still living in your car? Yeah, yeah, but... Making all this money? Yes. Okay. But it was after I dropped out of college where my mother calls me and she goes, I want you to come back home. Oh, now so does she was, know what was going on in your life with the... Oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. This? Okay. Yeah, she knew, okay. she knew. And, I, and, and her and I had the conversation, um, and bless her, she's no longer with us, unfortunately. Okay. But, um... Right. But but we had the conversation. I said, you know what? I'll come back home. So I went back home. And that was late 1998. So okay. I lived on my own from the age of 17, from January of 1998 for that entire year. Okay. Right? So the whole year so in your car, in pretty much vehicle. showering at the local gym yep. kind of thing. Man, okay. you know? And, and, and it's, it was kind of crazy because it was like, that was like such a significant learning lesson in who I can be. Mm. You know, it was such a significant learning lesson in what I could actually overcome sure. and face, right, as, as a kid. Right. So now let's kind of, like, move forward, right? That was my life then. I was detailing cars. I was working at a butcher shop. I was delivering pizza. I was doing all these other things from 1998 until I joined the military. Okay. Right. Um, and then I joined the military in 2004. Now, you're making all this money. Yes. Move back in with your mom. Yep. What made you decide to join the military at this point? Because, I mean, you're making all this money doing detailing cars. Was it just you didn't want to detail vehicles anymore? No, was, what was your clientele like? Um, you know, uh, was it, it, was, it was a lot of the people. Would you go to office buildings and I'll say, hey, I'll do it? Okay, a lot okay. of it was, gotcha. a lot, you know, being from Long Island, I mean, we have some, some nice areas out there. Sure. So I would kind of go to those nice areas. Right. You know, like, like out to like the, the Hamptons. Hamptons? Are you kidding me? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I've yeah. done some high-end clients out there, and, and it was good, but my – as, as an 18-year-old kid all the way up to my, my early, early 20s, the only thing I cared about was where I was going to go out and party. Okay, and I got you. And, and, you know, I wasn't big into drugs. So your balance now was work and partying. 
Like, yes. don't party too much to where I can't work the next exactly. day, but I still you know, want to party. And it was my business. Okay. So the last thing I right, wanted right, was right. To, to, to have a, a company or a business that people would like, oh, well, this is the guy that goes out and does X, Y, and Z. Okay, gotcha. So that's why it came to a point where um, I was working every day. I would wake up, go to work, come home, change, go party, get home. Okay. Wake up, go to work, party, change, come okay. home. Like that was my cycle. <clears throat> and I did that no kidding for almost two years straight. Okay. And then it was getting <clears throat> and I'll you know, and, and then it was it was December of two thousand three. Um, I went out with a few buddies of mine. It was December twenty first, I believe it was. I went out with a few buddies of mine, went out to this, this bar along Long Island and as I was driving home I got pulled over. Mm. Oh wow. And I, and I was okay. I was completely, you know, Intoxicated was sure. for lack of better terms, and uh, the cop let me go. Okay, and it was like the next day where I woke up and I said, "I got to change." So oh I wow! Tried, so, so you had like so I a, walked into the recruiting office okay. on the twenty second of really? December, right? That very the, that the next, next day. day. Yeah. Okay. Um, Did you go for Navy or what? No, what no, 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 no. Okay, no, talk no, to I, us about that. No, so it was kind of funny, right? I, I spoke to my sister who's in the Air Force, and uh, oh, said, so you have family that's in the military do, at yes, the time. Yeah. Now, you're how many siblings do you have? Just one. Okay, so older sister. Older sister. She's okay. in the Air Force. And she goes, hey, I know this recruiter. Now, mind you, I, I came home, and I was like, oh. You know, I told her. I was like, right. I got pulled over last night. And blah, 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 blah. She goes, I'm going to call the recruiter that I know down here in Patchogue um, on Long Island. So Patchogue so, is where my aunt and uncle live in Patchogue. Yeah, so this yeah. is how close we, like, like live we know together. Each other, like yeah. That, yeah. Um, and, okay. and she's like, and you're going to go there, and you're going to go talk to the Air Force recruiter. It's like, all right, fine. Right. So she sets up this appointment for, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So no kidding. It's the way it's set up. If you would, if you would envision it in your mind, like the way that the the recruiting offices are set up in Patchogue and on Main Street, are it's a courthouse or a courtyard, right? Okay. There's a bank in the center, two military officers on on like when you when you're staring at the bank. There's two military officers on the right side, two okay. military officers on the left side. Now, and I, each branch, each branch. Of the, okay, gotcha. So I walk in up to this courtyard. And I go, where's the Air Force, right? Like, there's no signs. Like, I saw some planes. I saw a star. Right. I saw a Marine. <laughs> Did you walk into the wrong so office? So I walked into the Navy <laughs> office. Um, now, mind you, right? So, so you know, my grandfather was in the Navy during okay. World War II. Um, so this is all familiar to you. Yeah. You recognize all this well, stuff. I, I didn't know how the recruiting <laughs> worked, right? Oh, I, I got thought, you. I thought everybody recruited out of the same office, oh, okay. right? I thought everybody you. was like, right, right, right. You know, no, they're competing. Recruit, and then they, right? And they kind of <laughs> go do their thing. Oh, yeah, I figured that out. Uh, because I walk in, and, and, you know, it's December 22nd. Come to the Navy. We have cookies. Right? And, <laughs> and, and I walk in. I say, yeah, I have an appointment. And, and I'll never forget. His name is Brian Holtzmacher. That was my recruiter. Okay, wow. He goes, who are you here to see? And I'm like, I don't know. Some Air Force recruiter. He goes, uh, you're in the Navy office, bro. Like, okay. <laughs> you're in the wrong office. And I said, you know what? I don't care. Tell me what you have. Oh, wow. Okay. And he looked at me and said, let's have a conversation. Mm. So we sat down. We had this conversation. And um, after we had this conversation, hey, Tori, how you doing? Um, you can't do that on my show. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, Tori, how you doing? <laughs> uh, and, and we had this conversation, and and it was like, no kidding, like, it was a holiday, so it was just after the holiday. Right. That, that I, no kidding. Went. This is in December this of... This is in December of 2003. 2000. Okay, okay. It was just after the holiday. It was now January of 2004. Okay. And I walk in and they go, you're going to go down, you're going to take the ASVAB, and you're going to join the Navy. And within, no kidding, within 10 days of right. me getting pulled over, right. I joined the military. You're in. Like, in. Signed, like Signed a contract with me. I'm in. Right. I came in as an undesignated airman, which basically... What do you take with you when you go, when you do that? I mean, this is Yeah, yeah, what, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Just yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, so it, there was a six-month wait at period. This, at this point, did you have the, the wonderful hairstyle you have now, or uh, did you... Uh, I did, yeah. Okay. I've been shaving my head since <laughs> okay. I was 16 years Forget old. about it. This yeah. is just you know, too much time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but okay. though I signed the dotted line to join the military in January of 2004, I didn't leave for boot camp until June 5th, June 3rd. Oh, so six months later or, or five, correct. six months later. Yeah, okay. correct. Six months later. So... Um, what were you doing in that time? I was still working. Okay, so you're I was still you're getting in trouble. I was still, still getting pulled really? over by cops. I was oh, still really? Doing all okay, this so this right? is where, wow. And, uh, and at that and, point, you didn't care. Like I'm going to the military. Yeah, so it's right. Like, like I didn't care. I was going to the military, but but I will say that um, I've been blessed all of that time, right? And, sure. and, and we'll get into that. I think just a little bit here, 
but uh, but I will. Um, I've been blessed, and, and I say that because there were there were times where through that six month waiting period, I'm like, I'm not gonna go. Hmm, like, you're gonna change your go. mind. I'm not gonna go. Can you um, do that at that point? I won't share secrets. <laughs> okay. Uh, not supposed can, can to. You, can not you, supposed to. Can you? Um, yeah, you probably could. Right. Uh, but you. what you're really doing is you're doing a disservice to yourself. Sure, sure. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I say you're doing a disservice to yourself because you went, like, I personally went to the military because I had nothing left. Right. And, and people joined the military because of whatever reason they joined. And I feel like if Well, I you did have something left. Let me, let me, you, from what I'm saying, you had a business. Yes, and it was just was that just not fulfilling anymore? What was it? it? Wasn't, what was it, wasn't it about? Fulfilling. It? I was going down such a rough road, okay. and that was the nucleus. Gotcha. That was spurring, that you was need to get away from your your the, the clan of people that you're hanging around. Yes, every, correct, every day right? Like, like that. that. That my job was the providing center of what I was able to do outside. Right, right, right. I got so you. that's why I kept on saying I had nothing left. It wasn't that I didn't have a business; I wasn't successful. Right. But I mean, I had nothing left because. If I would have kept on going, sure, you'd have been dead have, probably or in jail, right? Dead or in jail. Well, let me let me uh, you know make I'm connecting some dots here, and 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 I, I suppose I knew this, but it's really just coming to mind. Um, you you said that that it was a, that was blessings. Mm-hmm. You, you look at it, and and I, I suppose I look it back at my life too because I got into trouble when I was younger, and um, I look back now. Then I didn't think there were blessings, but I look back now and I think, oh my God, I, doing that I could have died. I could have hurt somebody. I could have been in jail. I, you know, my life could have ended back then because of the stupid stuff that I did um, and, the, and the people that I was around and, mm-hmm. the, and the environment and stuff like that. And that's a blessing looking back going, okay, yeah. my, I was being watched over even when I even when I didn't care about anybody but myself. Yeah. Um, so talk to us about that because there's a big jump. You're talking about, you're talking about 98, 99. 2003 at this point? When is it? 2004. You, 2004. June you're 3rd. in the Navy. June 3rd, 2004. Okay, you're in the Navy. Yeah. And it, today is June 3rd. So you, your birthday of being in the Navy. 15, 15 years ago. Good yeah. night, man. I didn't realize that, that. Woo! Okay. So here we are. Wow, man. Goosebumps. This um, Are you today, kidding me? This happened Goosebumps. You didn't reason. tell me yeah. about this, dude. I, I wasn't even... Whoa, it, it what a special episode. On just, Come like, on. Really look, look, look. So 2004. Yep. Here's 15 years later. Yep. You're you're talking October 2016 that you you say you found God. Yeah. Let me uh, talk to me about that because okay. this is all this good stuff was happening to you, mm-hmm. but there's still struggles and challenges, of course. Mm-hmm. But what happened in 2016? Okay. What, what what's going on, dude? So let me. Uh, and we've got just to let you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've got like 20 minutes. So yeah, I mean, so, just so hang on. I'm dude. I'm holding on, on to the edge of the desk right here because dude. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start. I need more from, coffee though. I'm gonna start from when I joined the Navy. All right. Impact junkie. Um, I'm gonna start from when I joined the military until where we're at today. So out there on Facebook Live and Instagram Live, yeah, everywhere and, live. and YouTube and every platform uh, you can get a podcast and on, on this podcast, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Morning fuel. Uh, but hang on. So I joined the military June 3rd of 2004. Um, and throughout that whole entire time, command, 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 right? <clears throat> I struggled with uh, substance abuse, okay, right? um, alcohol primarily. So in 2004, I joined the military to get away from it. It was shortly thereafter in 2004 where I got into a fight, um, and I was arrested. Okay, in, this is in, after you joined the Navy. Correct. Okay, right. wow. So that's what I'm saying. Hang on, right? Okay, um, wow. So I got into a fight, and I was arrested in the military mm. um, for get into a, an altercation, right? And I got charged with drunk and disorderly. Um, so the partying was still happening in the, the Navy. You thought ha- you were going to get absolutely. away from it. Absolutely. I was trying to get away okay. from it, but but it, it's still there. And that's okay, right? Like, I, I don't want to... There's nothing wrong, right? The, the Navy does such a good job trying to suppress or, or take away the, the, the alcohol stuff. And, and, and they say, hey, drink responsibly. I've been hearing that for 15 years. Like, sure, they never, sure, sure. They, don't, they don't hide it. Like, they right. tell you not to do it, right? Right, right. So it, it wasn't the Navy. It was still me. Right. Um, so that's when there had happened, right? And then it was six months later where I decided to um, go out, right? And I got to a, a car and me and my buddies, and we were partying, and I started driving home from this bar. And next thing you know, I get pulled over. Okay. And this was when I just found out my mother was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, wow. Okay. A lot of stuff. So, Emotional stuff. So I get pulled over, and the cop goes, well, you're going to walk home. 
He let me go. And I was, again. I was drunk again, right? Wow. So he lets me go. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Now, how did how'd that happen, man? You, you, you so, soft-hearted cops, you crying, man? I was, Were you crying no, no, when you I pulled told, over? Like, my buddy was throwing up in my car. Right? Oh, wow. And I was okay. like, listen, I only live two blocks away. I'm not as bad as him. Please let me just go home. And he's like, okay, fine. Well, he wow. let me go. And next okay. thing you know, I turn around. And he's like, well, I'm going to impound your truck. I'm like, no, you're not going to impound my truck. So he gives me a ticket for speeding, mind you, because I got pulled over okay. for speeding. Okay. Then he lets me go. And it was less than five minutes later where I got a ticket for drunken disorder. Oh, wow. Right? Because he was going to impound my truck. So the Navy then was like, hey, listen, man, we're going to kick you out. Oh, wow. And I was like, hey, listen. You know, and, and there was a lot of stuff going on. And um, <clears throat> I said, I need help. So it was, no kidding, a year later where I actually went to rehab and I spent 30 days in rehab. Okay. Uh, after that 30 days of rehab, that's 2006, right? So the time this is all was, happening in, in this like, is all happening. Wow. Right? Two years yeah, in the from, two year period okay. when I joined. <clears throat> so then I go to rehab and then now my wife at the time, girlfriend moves down. Okay. Right? Um, and Rebecca is my saving soul. I mean, she, she is, she saved my life, man. Okay. Um, wow. And, uh, so she moves down in 2006. We have a baby in 2007. We transfer up to Massachusetts in 2008. Okay. And I quit drinking altogether for four years. Okay. Fast forward through recruiting, um, 2000 and we lost a child in 2010. Okay, wow. All right. In 2011, we had another baby, our second child, our okay. second daughter. And then in 2012, I transferred to a new command. And the new command was where? Down here in Virginia. Oh, is it? Okay, this is, okay. And this is 2012. 2012. So I'm giving you a, a it's, condensed... Yeah, we're going to get... We're, this isn't going to be your... I hope this isn't going to be your be your first podcast because we're going to get into more details Absolutely. on this. Absolutely. Before we go any further, I just want to... We're going to go to a break. Yeah, sure. And um, we'll be back. I want to hear the rest of the story, especially the life-altering yeah, 2016 please. October. I don't know... If, I, I don't know if I shared this with you or not, but but I found God, if you want to call it yeah. finding God, however that happens, um, in October of, um, uh, shoot, man, of 94. Wow. October of 94. Awesome. It was around Halloween. So um, we're going to go to a break, yeah. and we'll be right back. Sure. Okay, we're back. Don't don't turn that off, Kimberly. Don't, no break. Did you did you turn it off? Okay, great. We're doing this new. We're kicking it live. That's just that's something I'm gonna. Um, uh, oh, you know, okay. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> Fantastic. This is the first one, so we're gonna do these kind of things. I'm I'm practicing. This is the first time using the gotcha. Anchor Podcast. First time ever do. Again, I feel like a kid on Christmas. I'm so thankful you're here. Yeah, Eric Scott is our guest, and he's gonna continue his conversation with us, telling us awesome. what happened in October okay. of ninety of uh, 2016. 2016. Yeah. 2016. All right, so. So, so we left off. Um, I transferred back to Virginia. Virginia. This is when you're and the first time yeah. to Virginia. No, second. second okay. Time, right. Okay. This is where this is where I've been serving primarily. Okay. Uh, so let's let's just jump into it, right? So in 20, 2012, I come back. I'm on a deployment for eight months. I come back from that deployment, um, and then Rebecca gets pregnant again. We have baby number three now. Okay. Right. Wow. And right. it was five days after. My my son was born November twenty fifth of two thousand and. 2013. And it was five okay. days later where my mother passed away. Okay, wow. And right. how long so, had she been suffering with cancer? At, um, at the time? She was, she, oh man. My mom passed of cancer so um, 10 years ago, so I, right feel, I feel you, man. 2000, 2001. Yeah, so it was like onset. emotional. Yeah, so it was on, off. Uh, she went through recession. She she was recovering, came okay. back, and, and then it was just five days after my son passed. Oh. Uh, my son was born that, she, that she, passed uh, she passed away. Okay, wow. So that was really a hard hit because sure. I was back out on another deployment shortly thereafter. Gotcha. Came back from that, 2014, um, and life, during that 2013-14 that time frame, right. I was like, I need to find something else. There has to be something greater than what I'm doing right now. Okay. You're still more. feeling this like more, more emptiness kind of thing. And, and it wasn't until 2015, January of 2015, when my wife and I started attending a church about 20 minutes away from where we live now. And it was, at the time, uh, we were attending Water's Edge Church, right? Water's Edge, yeah, in, in Yorktown. North, in Yorktown. Yeah. Um, and we went there for about four months, and it was it was April of 2015. Right. Where I looked at Rebecca, and I said I wanted to dedicate myself, and, and that's where I was going. And this was at Water's Edge, this so you wanted to, you you're, yeah, you're making a decision to follow God. I made a decision God. to follow, okay. and, and as much as I made that decision, um, I was water baptized. Okay. And even though I made that decision to be water baptized, um, I still was living quite a bit of a lie. Sure. Right? Sure, um, sure. I was still not living 
up to the standard that I needed got to. you because I didn't know how like I never learned how to be the man I need to be, sure. the husband I needed to be. Sure. And, and let's just use the excuse like my dad was never there, right? Right. Everybody right, hears right, that right. all the time. Oh, well, my yeah. dad was never there. Listen. Sure. I used that before. Sure. It doesn't matter. Who's At this there point, or who's you realize there, everything's right? your fault. Everything's, everything's your fault, responsibility right? in your everything's life, my right? Fault, right? Like, I got you. Let's just say, like Gary V says, as a CEO of you know VaynerMedia, right? You know, if you're the CEO, everything's your fault. Right, right. right? The first rule so in leadership, as a right? Man, as a man <laughs> of my house, as a yeah. man of my home, as a man right. of me, everything's my fault. Okay, I needed gotcha. to learn that. And again, using the two things that the only two things you're in control of, right? And emotions, man. right? Okay, right? through the soul okay. philosophy. Yeah. So that was 2015. Let's fast forward. It was June of 2016 where I destroyed my life. So, okay, April wow. April of 2015. So, 2016, the same year. I was water baptized. Okay. April, no, April, April 2015. 2015, okay, so. I was baptized. Right. June of 2016, I destroyed my life. Oh, wow, man. Uh, I walked home into my house and I said, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm. And my wife looked at me and she's like, I have four children. I was like, I, I, I don't care. I don't know where I belong. I don't know what to do. I right. Don't know who I am. Wow. And I left my house for three weeks. <sighs> wow. And um, still pretty emotional. Still pretty it, much. It'll it's never a, go away. A raw nerve. It, no, okay, it'll never wow. go away. Wow. Because of what I did then, helped me become who I am today. Okay. Wow. Right. Um, Talk so, to us about that. So, I left my house for three weeks. I called Rebecca and I said I want to come home. So it was July third of two thousand sixteen where we started rebuilding. Okay. Um, there's a lot involved. With sure, that. sure. 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 Uh, and, and, and it's not that I won't share it, but it's not something that should be shared at, at Yeah, we won't do it. We won't do right. that right now. But but um, I would say that this is something that if you ever want to know what my story truly is, uh, wait for my book to come out. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> wow, a book and, in the works. And, huh? wait, Excellent. and wait for and wait or, or, or call me or okay. hit me up on, on right. Facebook or right, hit right. me up on anywhere I am. Okay. And I'll share the story. Uh, but But it's one of those things where it's like, if I don't know you, I'm not going to tell you. Sure. Right? Well, you got me on the edge of my uh, my yeah, seat, so, man. What what is it? What so, happened? So July of 2016, I went home. Okay. We started reconciling, and I was getting ready to transfer to another command, but I needed to go to a school first, and that school was Equal Opportunity Advisor School. Okay. Uh, and it was September of 2016. My wife tells the story a little differently than I do sure. because we remember it two different ways uh, for sure. different people. Uh, but she handed me a book, and it was The Purpose Driven Life from Rick Warren. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, she handed me this book, and I said, you know what? I'm going to study this 42-day study while I'm down, down in Florida. Uh, I get down there September 2nd, October 16th of 2010, uh, 2016. My entire life radically changed. How did that happen? Reading the book? I read the book for 42 days. Okay. And while I was down in Cocoa Beach, Florida, I started attending Grace Church. Okay. And while I'm down there, I had a buddy of mine that was like, I'll go with you. I was still struggling with alcohol. Sure, sure, got you, okay. Right? right? But I was reading this book, and I was going through this 42-day study, and I was driving every ounce of my soul into what I needed to do to change. Right. And I found my purpose. Wow. And my purpose in this life is to serve people. Okay. I spent 50, at the time, I spent 13 years of my life, right? Right, right. Serving the Navy. Sure. Mentoring young people, mentoring young leaders, even mentoring to the older individuals that are in, even mentoring side out to my peers, leading my peers, doing right. all of this stuff. But it wasn't until October 10th of 2016 where I'm in church. I, I, actually, I wasn't even in church at the time. I was returning back from Florida. I okay. Mean, reverse that. I was returning back from here to Florida. To Florida, okay. Because there was a hurricane that happened, and, and okay. that's all here and there, but just follow the line, right? Follow sure. the timeline. Down in Florida, get evacuated, driving back from, from Virginia back to Florida to okay. finish up my schooling. Right. And I get hit on the side of 95 with this internal feeling that, uh, we'll just say the Holy Spirit punched me in the, punched me in the chest. Right. And I'm, okay. on the side, I'm on the side of 95, and I'm at the Jacksonville rest stop, and I step outside. It's 8.30 in the morning. I step outside my truck. I hit my knees, and I scream out. And the lady in the car next to me thinks there's something wrong. Right. <laughs> she's like, she called 911. Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. Right. And because I didn't recognize the man in the mirror. Sure. No, no, literally. Right, right. I, got I didn't recognize the man in the mirror. I had no idea who I was anymore. Mm. So now let's just take that whole entire scenario and fast forward. Okay. Right. Are we in October yet? No, we're in October 2016. Okay. Right? Okay. That, okay. That's, that's, when that's, that the, that's the day. Okay. That's when wow. it happened. 2016. Okay. Right? 
and I get hit, you know, and I get hit so hard with this thought, and I go, I, I'm a different man right now. Right. Right now, I'm a different right. man. And That's when the, the the switch was. It just clicked. Right. It just clicked, and and I finish up my time okay. down in Florida. I go home. And I look at my wife and say, I'm changed. And mm. she goes, There's no way. Mm. And I'm like, hey. She's heard it before, maybe. Yeah. Okay. More than one. Right, right, right. And I said, We're going to start going to another church. We need to find something that we could call home. We need to find something that we can live. Where in. were you living in Virginia at the we, time? We live in. Uh, we live in. You were ordinary. there. We the live same in ordinary. Ordin- which is ordinary Virginia. A quarter mile Extraordinary away. things are happening <laughs> in, in ordinary, ordinary Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> we live a quarter mile away from the church that we go to. Wow. Okay. And uh, and, and and I said we're going. Now and so you hadn't been to this <laughs> particular to church yet. Never been oh, to lighthouse, lighthouse lighthouse worship center. No lighthouse, lighthouse church. Never now, been whatever. before. And we walk in, and, and we, we attend the first service, and no kidding, our pastor walks up to us. The, the worship pastor, Bernie, uh, Pastor Bernie Gillot, right? Bernie Gillot. Um, awesome dude. Or as Siri on my phone says, Bernie Gillot. Gillot. Uh, <laughs> the guy is great. Um, but he walked up, so, walked up to us. It's a family of six. It's myself. Okay, your, your family. And, wow, and, six and, now. And he looks, and he looks at us and goes, what's your names? And, and I said to Rebecca, I said, if he doesn't remember our names next week, we're not coming back. Whoa, that's, that's tough, what, brother. That's what I said. Are you and, uh, kidding? He goes, and he runs down the line. He goes, yeah. Wait, wait. It's you, your wife, me, and four okay, children so yeah, at the so, time. So he goes, okay, what are your names? I said, well, my name's Eric. This is Rebecca. And we have Zoe, uh, Zoe, Stella, Gann, and Charlie. And he goes, Zoe, da, 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 da. And he goes, okay, I remember that next week. We showed up the following week. Right. And he goes, hey, Eric, Rebecca, Zoe, Gann, and Charlie. I was like, there's no way. And he did. He remembered all the names. <laughs> and I said, that's it. This is our home. Yeah, wow. So okay. so now it's 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 late 2016. We're going into 2017, okay. and, and, and our lives are now on this trajectory. I start following my faith. I rededicate myself to the Lord, wow. and I start following my faith. And, and I realize that, and, and I said this not too long ago. I say, we will never be great leaders until we become great people. Oh, we will never be good leaders until we become great people internally. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? And you could quote that right. again, right? Put All that right. everywhere. All get right. that on a sticker Fantastic. And We're going to make a that, sticker. And I say that because I couldn't ever be the man I am today without identifying myself as a better person. All right. Right. So Overcome HQ started as as in 2017, as I started rebuilding my life in 2017, um, life is getting great, right? Life is getting amazing. God is on our side. However, it wasn't until January of 2018 where everything that I did wrong resurfaced. Okay. So everything that I did in June of 2016 resurfaced in January of 2018. Okay, wow. So two years later, two years a after year and a that. Half, technically. Okay. And and I looked at the people I work for. You know, I'm still in the military. Right. I looked at the people I work for. I looked at Rebecca. I looked at my pastor. And I said, and I came clean with everything. Sure, Okay. The Navy held me accountable. Sure. I was held accountable with my wife during that period, and we've reconciled. We're rebuilding. Right. We've been rebuilding. Right. I was honest in my faith. I was honest in who I was. And I held myself accountable. Sure. Right? And and it's kind of funny because no matter what I did, I still, in 2017, though I was still growing in my faith, mm. I was still having a hard time finding myself because I did not let go of the things that I've done in my past. Okay. How are you supposed to move forward when you're holding on to the brick behind you? Sure, sure, sure. Right? Wow. Like, you can't, stuff, man. you can't drive lot, forward lot of with quotables, flat tires, man. A lot of quotables here, man. <laughs> you can't That's drive awesome. forward with flat tires. Very cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you could probably do it for a little while, but eventually right. the wheel's going to wear down, the sparks yeah. are going to stop flying, and you're going to have nothing but brakes and rotors holding you down. Right, right. right? Wow, okay. So, so I said, I have to let this go. So I let it go. Mm. Right? So in January of 2018. So when you let go of what you couldn't control, when I let the go things of outside of your control, emotions and your actions. That was the day. That was the day that I said I'm starting to write my story. Okay, very cool. And that was the day. So that, book to come. Yeah, and that okay. was the day also right. that OvercomeHQ.com, my blog site. Okay. Started. Excellent. Well, you know, one right. more question before yeah. we before we wrap it up, man. There's so much more we could talk about, um, and we're gonna have you back if you'll come back. Um, so the, bef- before I ask uh, my last question, sure. um, how can folks interact with you? How can how can people uh, follow well, you, you keep up with um, you? So 
what would the addresses be for those so folks can you know, <coughs> so follow? So for, for instance, right, you can go to overcomehq.com. Uh, Over- I put I put yeah. blogs up there all the time. Uh, I do daily inspiration on my Facebook page at Overcome HQ. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you could you could just email me at overcomehq at gmail.com or Eric Eric Scott at Overcome HQ. Okay. Um, Instagram, you have a. I'm, um, a, I'm on Instagram and Overcome HQ as well. I'm on Twitter at Overcome HQ. Okay. So Overcome uh, HQ. Overcome underscore HQ. Fantastic. And Phenomenal. Uh, and and but before we do wrap up, I do want to share one more thing. But you could find me everything. I'm also on on YouTube. Okay. Um, Very good. As well, I don't. You know, I. You could probably. If you go to my Facebook page, right. you know, you could go to my YouTube right. channel. Well, we're gonna we're gonna collaborate. Yeah, Overcome HQ and Scribe else. Design yeah. uh, are gonna collaborate on that. Yeah, but we, the, we, so we were talking super about excited that about back, that, so, man. But uh, get that started. I, I just wanna, I, you know, I know we we gotta wrap it up. We got about fifteen minutes or so, but I know I know we, we got have some end time. Yeah, we have like two actually. End time so. on, on stuff. Yeah, but we'll, we'll go we'll go over a little bit. We'll go over a little bit. Sorry about going over. Yeah, I gotta get my director, producer, editor to school. Yeah, morning, I got you. So, but uh, but I do want to just share this one thing that um, when I started everything I'm doing, that it all started because of my own personal journey. Sure. But I realized that once I got saved, and once I was able to take everything that I've learned and apply it in a positive way. Sure. All you have to do is reach out and ask. Right. right. Everything I do for overcome. You could go onto the website and you could see a whole bunch of prices and all that stuff. Okay. But. If you need help and you need mentorship or you just need someone to talk to, you reach out. Yeah. And I have no problem talking with you. Nice. Because ultimately, my goal is to have any nonprofit. So all the funds that we raise goes right into a nonprofit. Right. Eventually. um, Which helps more people. Which helps more people. Yeah. As well as becoming a full-time ministry. Because I, I I got my degree officially. Yeah. And I plan on going back to college to get my ministry degree. And become a full-time chaplain. Wow, wonderful! So, so my goal is to utilize this as everything we do here today as a platform to speak encouragement. Into Absolutely. Others. Because when I found my true gift, which is serving others and and being the, an exhorter in what we do, mm-hmm. I bring encouragement to people, and that's it. Very you cool. know, and if you need help with that, reach right. out to me. Go to the website. Um, Go to my, my Facebook page. And subscribe, 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 subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, yeah. subscribe, right? Like, make comments, all that stuff. It's right? a community. We're because, all working together. Because the ultimate goal is not just to do it for others and have them just use it for themselves, but I share so much of who I am because I want others to communicate with me so we can share with the world. It's not just, right. it's not here and now. Right. And, and, and do it in the community. Right. You know, I've never been so attached to a community ever. Right. right? Gotcha. I have real friends in a real community that need real help. Right. And and that's the ultimate goal. Very and, cool. And just and ask me questions. You can ask me questions anywhere. Ask me questions, I'll answer them. Because when you ask me questions, I can then elaborate and learn from that too. Great. So any question that you ask. Well, you know, I have know. one last yeah. question yeah, for you. Great. And this is the question for you, man. Um, how how um, um, how far are you running today? Today? Yeah. I'll what do you, what are you get doing today? anywhere from six to eight miles. In six today? to eight miles. Yeah, well, I, I ran my mile this morning. I tried to get a better time, dude. But you, you, you inspire me oh, when man, I see when it. I see you run. Well, you know, not that I want to do, not that I want to run eleven miles at lunch. But when you when you put that when you put that post out there, and I see that somebody can do that, I think you know I can do that too. So and I appreciate you, man. That's another so, thing, man. Like you know, I don't just encourage through personal development, but I mean, you go to Instagram page called Overcome Underscore Runner. Okay. And, and that's where you can follow me on Instagram. There, gotcha. Uh, I post all my daily stuff there as well, as long as as well as like my journey, my tips, tricks, um, and and honestly, like running saved my life. Right. We didn't we didn't get into that, and and we will maybe next time because you shared with me that uh, running is a spiritual thing. Is spiritual uh, for, for you, and, and I feel that too. Um, but man, you know, thank you so much man. for sharing. Uh, it, super excited about this, and um, I just want to say to everyone who's listening. You know, um, yeah, everybody on Facebook Live, everybody on YouTube, everybody on Anchor. You can find the podcast anywhere. Morning Fuel. Um, Just remember that um, uh, we we all have stories, but your story is not for you. It's it's we don't have any impact if we keep our stories to ourselves. So, man, I really really appreciate you, dude. Fantastic. All right, when we'll see y'all soon. Tune in next week, next Monday. Morning Fuel. Awesome. All right. Okay, we're back. Don't don't turn that off, Kimberly. Don't no break. 
Did you did you turn it off? Okay, great. We're doing this new. We're kicking it live. That's just that's something I'm gonna. Um, uh, oh, you know, okay. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> Fantastic. This is the first one, so we're gonna do these kind of things. I'm I'm practicing. This is the first time using the Gosh. Anchor Podcast. First time ever do. Again, I feel like a kid on Christmas. I'm so thankful you're here. Yeah, Eric Scott is our guest, and he's gonna continue his conversation with us, telling us awesome. what happened in October okay. of ninety of uh, 2016. 2016. Yeah. 2016. All right, so so we left off. Um, I transferred back to Virginia. Virginia. This is when you're and the first yeah. time to Virginia. No, second. second okay. Time, right. Okay. This is where this is where I've been serving primarily. Okay. Um, so let's let's just jump into it, right? So in 20, 2012, I come back. I'm on a deployment for eight months. I come back from that deployment, um, and then Rebecca gets pregnant again. We have baby number three now. Okay. Right. Wow. And All it right. was five days after my my son was born, November twenty fifth of two thousand and. 13. And it was five days later when my mother passed away. Okay, wow. And how long had she been suffering with cancer? um, She was, she, my mom passed of cancer so um, 10 years ago, so I, right feel, I feel you, man. 2000, 2001? Yeah, so it was like onset. Emotional. Yeah, so it was on, off. Uh, she went through recession. She she was recovering, came okay. back, and, and then it was just five days after my son passed. Oh. Uh, my son was born that she, that, she, uh, passed, she passed away. Okay, wow. So that was really a hard hit because sure. I was back out on another deployment shortly thereafter. Gotcha. Came back from that, 2014, um, and life during that, that 2013 14 time frame right I was like I need to find something else there has to be something greater than what I'm doing right now okay you're still more. feeling this like more, more emptiness kind of thing and and it wasn't until 2015 January of 2015 when my wife and I started attending a church about 20 minutes away from where we live now and it was at the time uh, we were attending Waters Edge Church right Waters Edge yeah in, in Yorktown in Yorktown yeah um and we went there for about four months, and it was it was April of 2015, right? Where I looked at Rebecca and I said I wanted to dedicate myself, and and that's where I was. And going. this was at Water's Edge, this so you want to you want you're, you're making a decision to I made follow a decision God. Decision to follow, okay. and and as much as I made that decision, um, I was water baptized. Okay. And even though I made that decision to be water baptized, um, I still was living quite a bit of a lie. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, sure. I was still not living up to the standard that I needed gotcha. because I didn't know how like I never learned how to be the man I needed to be sure. the husband I needed to be sure. and, and let's just use the excuse like my dad was never there right, right everybody right, hears right, that right. all the time oh well, my yeah. dad was never there listen sure. I used that before sure it doesn't matter who's at this there point or who's you realize there, everything's right? your fault everything's, everything's your responsibility fault, right? in your life my right, fault, right? Like, i got you let's just say like gary v says as a ceo of you know vanity right you know if you're the ceo everything's your fault right right, right? the first rule so in leadership as a right man, as a man of my house as a <laughs> yeah. man of my home as a man right. of me everything's my fault okay i needed gotcha. to learn that and again using the two things that the only two things you're in control of right emotions, right okay right? through soul okay. philosophy yeah so that was 2015 Let's fast forward. It was June of 2016 where I destroyed my life. So, okay, April wow. April of 2015. So, 2016, the same I year. I was water baptized. Okay. April, no, April, April 2015. 2015, okay, so. I was baptized. Right. June of 2016, I destroyed my life. Oh, wow, man. Oh. I walked home into my house and I said, I don't want to be here. Mm. And my wife looked at me and she's like, I have four children. I was like, I, I, I don't care. I don't know where I belong. I don't know what to do. Right. Wow. And I left my house for three weeks. Uh, Wow. And um, still pretty emotional. Still pretty much. It'll never go away. A raw nerve. No, it'll never go away. Wow. Because of what I did then, helped me become who I am today. Okay. Wow. Right. Um, Talk to us about that. So, I left my house for three weeks. I called Rebecca and I said I want to come home. So it was July third of two thousand sixteen where we started rebuilding. Okay. Um, There's a lot involved. Sure. 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 Uh, and, and, and it's not that I won't share it, but it's not something that should be shared. At, at yeah, we won't do it. We won't do that right now. But but I would say that this is something that if you ever want to know what my story truly is, uh, wait for my book to come out. Okay, gotcha. Wow, a book <laughs> and, in the works. And, huh? wait, and wait for and wait or, or, or call me or okay. hit me up on, on right. Facebook or right, hit me right. up on anywhere I am. Okay. And I'll share the story. Uh, but But it's one of those things where it's like... If I don't know you, I'm not going to tell you. Sure. Right? Well, you got me on the edge of my uh, my yeah, seat, so, man. What what is it? What so, happened? So July of 2016, I went home. Okay. We started reconciling, and 
I was getting ready to transfer to another command, but I needed to go to a school first, and that school was Equal Opportunity Advisor School. Okay. Uh, and it was September of 2016. My wife tells the story a little differently than I do, sure. because we remember it two different ways, yeah, but sure. different people. Uh, but she handed me a book, and it was The Purpose Driven Life from Rick Warren. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, she handed me this book, and I said, you know what? I'm going to study this 42-day study while I'm gone down in Florida. Uh, I get down there September 2nd. October 16th of 2010, uh, 2016, my entire life radically changed. How did that happen? Reading the book? I read the book for 42 days. Okay. And while I was down in Cocoa Beach, Florida, I started attending Grace Church. Okay. And while I'm down there, I had a buddy of mine that was like, I'll go with you. I was still struggling with alcohol. Sure, sure. Got you. Okay. Right? But I was reading this book and I was going through this 42 day study and I was driving every ounce of my soul into what I needed to do to change. And I found my purpose. Wow. And my purpose in this life is to serve people. Okay. I spent 50, at the time, I spent 13 years of my life, right? Right, right. Serving the Navy. Sure. Mentoring young people, mentoring young leaders, even mentoring to the older individuals that are in, even mentoring side out to my peers, leading my peers, doing right. all of this stuff. But it wasn't until October 10th of 2016 where I'm in church. I, I, actually, I wasn't even in church at the time. I was returning back from Florida. I okay. Mean, reverse that. I was returning back from here to Florida. To Florida, okay. Because there was a hurricane that happened. And, and okay. that's all here and there, but just follow the line, right? Follow sure. the timeline. Down in Florida, get evacuated, driving back from, from Virginia back to Florida to okay. finish up my school. Right. And I get hit on the side of 95 with this internal feeling that, uh, we'll just say the Holy Spirit punched me in the, punched me in the chest. Right. And I'm, okay. on the side, I'm on the side of 95, and I'm at the Jacksonville rest stop, and I step outside. It's 8.30 in the morning. I step outside my truck, I hit my knees, and I scream out. And the lady in the car next to me thinks there's something wrong. Right. <laughs> She's like, she called 911. Are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, right? And because I didn't recognize the man in the mirror. Sure. No, no, literally. Right, right. I, got I didn't recognize the man in the mirror. I had no idea who I was anymore. Mm. So now let's just take that whole entire scenario and fast forward. Okay. Right? We're in October yet? No, we're in October 2016, 2016 okay. right? Okay, okay. That, that's, that's, when the, that that's the day. Okay, that's wow. when it happened, 2016, okay. right? And I get hit, the, you know, and I get hit so hard with this thought, and I go, "I'm a different man right now." Right. Right now, I'm a different right. man. And That's when the the, the switch was. It just clicked. Right. It just clicked, and and I finish up my time okay. down in Florida. I go home. And I look at my wife and say, "I'm changed." And mm. she goes, "There's no way." Mm. And I'm like, hey. She's heard it before, maybe. Yeah. Okay. More than one. Right, right, right. And I said, "We're going to start going to another church." We need to find something that we could call home. We need to find something that we can live. Where in. were you living in Virginia at the we, time? We live in. Uh, we live in. You were there. We live in ordinary. Ordin- which is ordinary Virginia. Extraordinary away. things are happening in, <laughs> in ordinary, ordinary Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> we live a quarter mile away from the church that we go to. Wow. Okay. And uh, and, and, and I said, we're going. Now and, and so you hadn't been to this Never particular to church yet. Never been oh, to Lighthouse Lighthouse, Lighthouse Worship Center. No, Lighthouse, Lighthouse Church. Never now, been whatever. there before. And we walk in and, and we we attend the first service. And no kidding, our pastor walks up to us. The, the worship pastor, Bernie, uh, Pastor Bernie Jalot, right? Bernie Jalot, um, awesome dude. Or as Siri on my phone says, Bernie Jalot. Jalot. Uh, <laughs> the guy is great. Um, but he walked up uh, walked up to us. It's a family of six. It's Myself. Okay, your, your family. And, wow, and, six and, now. And he looks and he looks at us and goes, "What's your names?" And, and I said to Rebecca, I "said If he doesn't remember our names next week, we're not coming back." Whoa, that's, that's tough, what, brother. That's what I said. Are and you I, kidding? He goes, and he runs down the line. You goes, got, wait, wait. It's you, your wife, me, and four okay, children so yeah, at the time. So, so he goes, "Okay, what are your names?" I said, "Well, my name's Eric. This is Rebecca. And we have Zoe, uh, Zoe, Stella, Gann, and Charlie." And he goes, "He goes, okay, I remember that next week. We showed up the following week." Right. And he goes. Hey, Eric, Rebecca. So we kind of, I was like, there's no way. And he did. He remembered all the <laughs> And I said, that's it. This is our home. Yeah, wow. So okay. so now it's 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 late 2016. We're going into 2017. Okay. And, and, and our lives are now on this trajectory. I start following my faith. I rededicate myself to the Lord. Wow. And I start following my faith. And, and I realized that. And, and I said this not too long ago. I say we will never be great leaders until we become great people. Oh, we will never be good leaders until we become great people internally. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. And you could quote that All right. again, right? Put All that right. Everywhere. All Put right. That on a sticker Fantastic. And We're going to make a that, sticker. And I say that because I couldn't ever be the man I am today without 
identifying myself as a better person. All right. Right. So Overcome HQ started yeah, as, yeah, yeah. as in 2017, as I started rebuilding my life in 2017, um, life is getting great. Right? Life is getting sure. amazing. God is on our side. However, it wasn't until January of 2018 where everything that I did wrong resurfaced. Okay. So everything that I did in June of 2016 resurfaced in January of 2018. Okay, wow. So two years later, two years a after year and that. A half, technically. Okay. And and I looked at the people I work for. You know, I'm still in the military. Right. I looked at the people I work for. I looked at Rebecca. I looked at my pastor. And I said, and I came clean with everything. Sure, okay. The Navy held me accountable. Sure. I was held accountable with my wife during that period, and we've reconciled, we're rebuilding, right. we've been rebuilding. Right. I was honest in my faith, I was honest in who I was, and I held myself accountable. Sure. Right? And, and it's kind of funny because no matter what I did, I still, in 2017, though I was still growing in my faith, mm. I was still having a hard time finding myself because I did not let go of the things that I've done in my past. Okay. How are you supposed to move forward when you're holding on to the brick behind you? Sure, sure. Right? Like, wow. you, can't stuff, man. you can't drive lot, forward lot of with flat tires, man. A lot of quotables here, man. <laughs> you can't That's drive awesome. forward with flat tires. Very cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you could probably do it for a little while, but eventually right. the wheel's going to wear down, the sparks yeah. are going to stop flying, and you're going to have nothing but brakes and rotors holding you down. Right, right. right? Wow, okay. So, so I said, I have to let this go. So I let it go. Mm. Right? So in January of 2018... So when you let go of what you couldn't control... The things outside of your control, emotions and your actions. That was the day. That was the day that I said I'm starting to write my story. Okay, very cool. And that was the day. So that, book to come. Yeah, and that okay. was the day also right. that OvercomingHQ.com, my blog site. Okay. Started. Excellent. Well, one right. more question before yeah. we, before we wrap it up, man. There's so much more we could talk about. Um, and we're gonna have you back if you'll come back. Um, so the bef- before I ask. Uh, my last question. Sure. Um, how can folks interact with you? How can how can people uh, well, follow you, you keep up with you? Um, so, what would the addresses be for those so folks can you know, so follow? So, for, for instance, right, you go to overcomehq.com. Uh, Over- I put I put blogs up there all the time. Uh, I do daily inspiration on my Facebook page at overcomehq. Okay. Uh, you could you could just email me at overcomehq at gmail.com or Eric. Eric Scott at Overcome HQ. Okay. Instagram, you have a... I'm, um, I'm on Instagram at Overcome HQ as well. I'm on Twitter at Overcome HQ. Okay, so Overcome uh, HQ. Overcome underscore HQ Fantastic. and Fantastic. Phenomenal. Uh, and, and But before we do wrap up, I do want to share one more thing, but you could find me everything. I'm also on, on YouTube. Okay, um, very good. As well, I don't, you know, I, you could probably... F- if you go to my Facebook page, right. you know, you could go to my YouTube right. channel. Well, okay. we're going we're gonna to collaborate. Yeah, Overcome HQ and Scribe Design. Yeah. Uh, are going to collaberate on that, yeah, but we, the, we were talking super about excited that about back, that, so, man. But uh, get that but started. I, I just want to, you know, I know we, we got to wrap it up. We got about fifteen minutes or so, but I know, I know we, we have end time. Yeah, we have like two actually. End time so. on, on stuff. Yeah, but we'll, we'll go. We'll go over minutes. a little bit. We'll okay, go over so, a little bit. Sorry about going over. Yeah, guys, I got to get my director, producer, editor uh, to school. Yeah, morning, I got you. So, but uh, anyway. but I do want to just share this one thing that um, when I started everything I'm doing. It all started because of my own personal journey. Sure. But I realized that once I got saved and once I was able to take everything that I've learned and apply it in a positive way. Sure. All you have to do is reach out and ask, right? right? Everything I do for Overcome, you could go onto the website and you could see a whole bunch of prices and all that stuff. Okay. But if you need help and you need mentorship or you just need someone to talk to, you reach out. Yeah. And I have cool. no problem talking with you. Nice. Because ultimately, my goal is to have a nonprofit. So all the funds that we raise goes right into a nonprofit. Right. Eventually, um, which helps more people. Which helps more people. Yeah. As well as becoming a full time ministry. Because my right. I I, pl- I got my degree officially. Yeah. And I plan on going back to college to get my ministry degree and become a full time chaplain. Wow, wonderful. So so my goal is to utilize this as everything we do here today as a platform to speak encouragement because when I found my true gift which is serving others and, and being a, an exhorter in what we do mm-hmm. I bring encouragement to people and that's it Very you cool. know and if you need help with that reach right. out to me go to the website um, 
go to my, my Facebook page. And subscribe, 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 yeah. subscribe, right? And like, make comments, all that stuff. It's right? a community. And We're all because, working together. Because the ultimate goal is not just to do it for others and have them just use it for themselves, but... I share so much of who I am because I want others to communicate with me so we can share with the world. It's not just, right. it's not here and now. Right. And, and, and do it in the community. Right. You know, I've never been so attached to a community ever. Right. right? Gotcha. I have real friends and a real community that need real help. Right. And, and that's the ultimate goal. Very and, cool. And just, and ask me questions. You can ask me questions anywhere. Ask me questions, I'll answer them because when you ask me questions, I can then elaborate and learn from that too. Great. So any question that you ask. Well, you know, I have one last yeah, question yeah, for you, and this is the question for you, man. Um, how how um, um, how far are you running today? Today? Yeah. I'll what are you, what are you get doing today? Anywhere from six to eight miles. In six today? to eight miles. Yeah, well, I, I ran my mile this morning. I tried to get a better time, dude. But you 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 inspire me oh, when I see when I see you run. Well, you know, not that I want to do, not that I want to run eleven miles at lunch. But when you when you put that when you put that post out there and I see that somebody can do that, I think you know I can do that too. So I appreciate you, man. That's another so. thing, man. Like you know, I don't just encourage through personal development, but I mean, you can go to an Instagram page called Overcome Underscore Runner, okay, and, and that's where you can follow me on Instagram. There, gotcha. Uh, I post all my daily stuff there as well, as long as as well as like my journey, my tips, tricks. Um, and, and honestly, like running saved my life. Right. We didn't we didn't get into that, and, and we will maybe next time because you shared with me that uh, running is a spiritual running thing. Is spiritual uh, for, for you, and, and I feel that too. Um, but man, you know, thank you so much Absolutely, for sharing. Uh, John, super excited about this, and um, I just want to say to everyone who's listening, you know, um, yeah, everybody on Facebook Live, everybody on YouTube, everybody on Anchor, you can find the podcast anywhere. Morning Fuel. Um, just remember that um, uh, we, all, we all have stories, but your story is not for you. It's, it's, we don't have any impact if we keep our stories to ourselves. Absolutely. So, man, I really, really I appreciate you, dude. Thanks, John. Fantastic. All right. Well, we'll We're see you all soon. Tune in next yeah, week, man. next Monday, Morning Fuel. Awesome. All right.